0: Yeah, we're following this as the uh, doors seem to be closing in on the president's son. Joining me right now is Kentucky Congressman James Comer. He will have subpoena power. He is the member of the Education and Labor Committee. He is the ranking member of the Oversight Committee, meaning he will be the chairman of the committee should the GOP take the House majority. Congressman, thanks very much for being here. We appreciate your time. What are your plans for this Hunter Biden story? Well,
1: obviously, it's a priority. We've been talking about it for months now. I think the... Uh, Federal authorities are finally getting the picture that uh, you know this is not going to end well for Joe Biden as well as Hunter Biden. And uh, we're setting up uh, our agenda for the first three months, the top investigation right now. It's going to be the Biden family influence peddling. And remember, Maria, it's not just Hunter Biden. It's the president's brothers and potentially the president as well. We've already had people come forward. You've seen Bob Walensky on, on Fox News talk about Joe's direct involvement with these shady business dealings. So the whole reason we're investigating Hunter Biden is because we know that he's a national security threat and we fear that he has compromised Joe Biden. So we're going to have. A very productive uh, set of hearings early on in the Republican majority. I think the American people are going to be shocked. Blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah. Say it again. Say it again.
1: When they're hauling Hunter away in chains, then I'll say, finally. Until then, it's just a bunch of smoke. I'm, I'm sick of it on both sides. I really am. I just...
2: I know it's uh it's It's pretty exhausting
1: it is i mean this guy's got so i mean we're gonna have some audio and you've got a story about joe biden's the new york Times couched it in such a way that you thought he was part owner of the new york times he may be um
2: yeah there's a there's a lot to get uh, into today that's for sure hey here's your thought of the day for this thursday are you ready i'm ready every next level of your life will demand a different you (laughs) <laughs> Which could explain Joe Biden, because he's, like, reinvented one every decade.
1: It would seem. So, you
2: know, we just add to the, to the mystery.
1: You've seen those pictures of McDonald's. M- McDonald's. Yeah, make, I'm thinking about food. Madonna that I sent you, did yeah, you. Yeah. She is. Talking about recreating yourself physically.
2: Well, she's always recreated herself, but now she's unrecognizable. Yeah. If that's even her. Yeah. It didn't even look like her.
1: I know. It's just weird. So odd. Well, anyway. so, but
2: we're talking about as you grow and, and yes, yes. older because we all, you know, yeah, we
1: need, yeah, you need to change with the times, grow and
2: yeah, but you can't stay the same because mm-hmm. that just doesn't work either. Right. Um, here's our text number 434-248-0704. Play along with our mind jam trivia.
1: Hey, remind me tomorrow not to write on the back side of the script because uh, it's bleeding through. The words I need to read. Well,
2: you're writing too hard.
1: I guess. I'm mm-hmm. using one of those gel ink pens, too, yeah.
2: which just flows so good. Yeah, which is mine. I digress. Uh-huh. Today
1: is National M&M Day. The idea came after the son of Mars company founders saw sor- soldiers carrying chocolate pellets protected by a shell to keep them from melting. Mm-hmm. It was during <laughs> World War II, the Spanish Civil War. Right. That's rewinding it quite a bit. Do you know what the first version of these coated chocolate beans were called? Mm-hmm. Hint, we still have the candy eaten today by the same name.
2: So wonder they didn't sue them. I know. They're shaped very different, though. Yeah. Yeah, we want to know what they were called originally mm-hmm. before Mars stole it and became billionaires. Oh, my gosh. With yeah. it. Well, on this day in history. Yes. In 1950, this movie starring Betty Davis and Ann Baxter, premieres. It's the Academy Awards Best Picture in 1951, one of my favorites ever, All About Eve.
0: Really? Here we go. Buckle up and go to be a bumpy one. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: the wrong soundbite. Indeed.
0: (laughs) Fasten your seatbelts. There it is. It's going to be a bumpy night. (laughs) Please. I distinctly remember Addison crossing you off my guest list.
2: What are you doing here?
0: Dear Margot, you were an unforgettable Peter Pan. You must pray it again soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that movie. Schmooze,
1: schmooze, schmooze.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, my. Uh, I, and that was the first movie Marilyn Monroe was ever in. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a great movie. In 1978, U.S. President Jimmy Carter answers callers' questions on NPR.
1: This is amazing. A bold move. Yes.
0: Mr. President, our first call this week comes from Mrs. Edward Hobbrett, or maybe it's Hobbrett. That's Horbeth. Mrs. Harbarth, do you have a question for the president?
1: Yes, sir. I'm an employee of the U.S. Postal Service in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Last year, they installed an automated letter sorting system called the Marvex 3000 here in our branch. Yes, Letters keep getting clogged in the first-level sorting grid.
0: Well, Mrs. Uh, Horbath, Vice President Mondale and myself were just talking about the MaVex uh, 3000 this morning, as a matter of fact. I do have a suggestion. You know the caliper post on the first-grid sliding armature? Yes. Okay, there's a three-digit setting there where the post and the armature meet. Now, when the system was installed, the angle of cross-slide
1: was put at a maximum setting of one. Uh, if you reset it at the three mark, like it says in the assembly instructions, I think you'll solve any clogging problems uh, in the machine. Oh, thanks, Mr. President. I'm
0: the away. I think <laughs> okay.
1: you're doing a Anyway, that was obviously. I'm assuming
2: they got some softball <laughs> that, questions. Well, this, asked. this was
1: the the actual SNL sketch right. that SNL did after Jimmy Carter did that. Yeah, I'm and,
2: assuming they were. <laughs> I, I'm assuming they really heavily uh, filtered those oh, calls oh, that yeah. came into no NPR. Doubt. They, no, like. no questions
1: from the post office that I'm aware of. Right.
2: Anyway. <laughs> In 2016, uh, American singer-songwriter Bob Dylan is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature.
1: And and what was and didn't this, show up. Oh, I was going to say what was his speech like. Yeah, he didn't uh, yeah,
2: he didn't show up.
1: When I walked down there and ended up on a coffee house on the, the block and I'd get on the stage singing play the
2: man there would say we can't use you today. Right. Come back some other time. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Let I know I <laughs> Yeah. just amazing he really is brilliant right but i don't know what that was oh, worth a
1: lot of money mm-hmm. too for sure mm-hmm.
2: if you've uh, got a birthday today happy birthday to you you share it with some pretty famous people oh my
1: gosh yes
2: paul simon's having a birthday today turning 81
1: z if you're listening let's sip some coffee
0: Slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. What a
1: career he had after Simon and Garfunkel. Just yeah. Pretty amazing. Song, song, songs.
2: Also, have uh, rocker Sammy Hagar having a birthday today. He turned 75 years old. I know some of you, that's your theme song. Yeah. <laughs> You know who you are.
1: Yeah, when you're in a 30-mile-an-hour zone, that's not good. <laughs> right,
2: exactly. Uh, singer Marie Osmond is turning 63 years old today.
1: Known for her uh, her Nutrisystem commercials. Yeah, she's been she's doing that for a while a now. A long time.
2: I prefer a Nutrisystem commercial.
1: <laughs> this was her crossover song that just did well in mainstream and pop. I don't get it. Pop and country and...
0: Well, yeah, I can't either, she's
2: but. a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll.
0: Well, this is true. This That's how is how that true. works.
2: Uh, actress Kate Walsh having a birthday today, turning 55 years old.
1: Oh. Yeah, Mino got no sound. Okay. No. Uh,
2: Sash Baron, uh, Baron Cohen is turning 51 years old today.
1: Uh, I'm, He's the prankster and uh, uh, Ricky Bobby's enemy in Talladega Nights,
2: which I think was his only funny
0: Part,
1: Part ever, he's ever done.
0: happened. Yeah. What is that, a catchphrase or is that uh, epilepsy? Shake and back. Yeah. What? Shake and back. Mm-hmm. Listen, you better be careful because tomorrow you're going to get beaten. I give you one option, Monsieur Bobby. As a sign of humility, if you kiss me on the lips now, I will return to Paris and you will never see me again in NASCAR. The by- answer is never. Do you hear me? <laughs> never ever. Well, yes or no? That's <laughs> sick. <laughs>
1: And they end up kissing.
2: I'm so af- I'm so ashamed to say that I just think that movie's so funny. Yeah,
1: they, uh, well, it's a, I'm sorry, it's a spoiler alert. He does kiss him, but later in the movie.
2: Ah, oh, got it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, we have actress Melinda Dillon from A Christmas Story turning 83. Yes.
0: You ready to tell me? <laughs> all right. Where did you hear that word? Oh, I see.
2: Well, Mrs. Schwartz? Yes, I'm fine. Uh, Mrs. Schwartz, do you know what Ralph just said? <laughs> no.
0: He said, yes, that. Do you know where he heard it? No. He heard it from your son.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that movie to uh, roll, roll no, around this no, year. No, he heard it
2: from your husband. Right, That's who right. he heard it from love that movie. <laughs> we watch it every year. Mm-hmm. And then we have actor uh, Damon Wilson from Sanford and Son turning 74. Wow. Lamont. Only
0: 64. See, that's two years younger than you, Fred. <laughs> nobody asked you how old a man was. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Yeah, you all need to talk about something else. You're just depressing yourselves. If you did something meaningful with your lives, you wouldn't have time to sit around here and worry about dying. Meaningful like what? Like work. Work. That's right. got will kill you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're the same age as Fred Sanford. Is that is that what I'm? Well, understanding? I'll be the
1: same age next month. Yeah, oh, sixty four. It... Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. me. Me now, and Fred.
2: Now you'll be able to say, "Oh, Elizabeth, I'm, I'm coming. coming to join you, honey."
1: <laughs> it's the big one.
2: It's just. It's so amazing how people. Seem to age differently. I know. Now. Yeah, I know. Um, I just I would never I would have thought he was at least in his seventies. Uh, yeah, at least in that show. Mm-mm. Of course, I think you know he lived pretty hard. So yeah, there yeah, is he did, that. Yeah. All right, we've got our mind jam trivia today. Yeah. It's National M M&M and M Day.
1: Yeah, that's right. And the son of the Mars found Mars Company found law. Blah 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 blah. Exactly. Blah blah. Uh-huh. Mars Company founder saw soldiers carrying chocolate pellets protected by a shell to keep them from melting. During the Spanish Civil War. Thought yep. it was World War One or two. No. Do you know what the first version of these coated chocolate beans were called? Hint, we still have the candy eaten today by the same name.
2: Yes, we do. Hmm. We want to know if you know what that is. We're gonna have your answer coming back on this Life Hack Thursday.
1: Six seventeen on the morning jam. Singer John Ford Coley from England Dan and John Ford Coley, seventy-four.
0: I don't Jam. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. In my little town, I grew up believing God keeps his eyes.
1: Some more of Paul Simon turning 81 years old today. My Little Town. Mm-hmm. One of his hits back in... Older one, yeah. Yeah, 70, 76, actually. 75, 76, yeah. It's good stuff. Yep.
2: It is, uh, it's M&M Day.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, we've got this, uh, this candy that was used in the Spanish Civil War. Right. It was noticed by the Mars Company founder's son. He saw these sol- soldiers carrying... These chocolate pellets. And and if you watch, like, the food that built America and that kind of stuff, you realize how important these little pellets were. Sure. Because, you know, they give give the soldiers a boost. You know, they didn't have a whole lot of food that they could carry around sometimes. They had these little snacks. And uh, they're still around, as a matter of fact. They're still eating today, this original version. And they're called by the same name. I had no clue what they were called. Um, Smarties. Smarties.
2: Of course the hard candy smarties are kind of what we grew up with mm-hmm. um but yeah that's what they were called they were called smarties yeah some people called them chocolate beans
1: chocolate beans but I like that, that was
2: that was the original mm-hmm. uh, and he saw it and then they completely made it into their own thing
1: now you and i were talking yesterday you you said that you've seen these like in a straw
2: yeah like and you'll see them sometimes they just look like a little bb's like big bb's but there's more the difference is there's almost more coating than there is chocolate Uh, where on the m&m there's more chocolate than there is coating right so there is a little bit of a
1: of a difference when it comes to that have a chance watch the food that built america we we still have some episodes to watch but it's it's amazing because they have a couple of them on the candies within the food that built america and those those were like war games with some of these companies it's just amazing. Bear
2: says, are these the candies that look like rabbit smart pills? <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> if it's a very colorful rabbit, huh? maybe. So uh, it's also uh, National Train Your Brain Day.
1: Boy, I could use some of that. Who
2: knew? Yeah. So anyway, M&M's, gotta love it. All right, lots to talk about today, yeah. guys. Lots and lots and lots. So when I say these things, who do you think of? Okay. Embellished narratives. Folkiness veering on folklore.
1: <laughs> president. Yeah. El Presidente. Uh, yeah.
2: But apparently, that's how the New York Times describes. Oh, our president. The lying that our president uh, does. Now, his latest is, he said his son, Bo died in Iraq. And all of us who haven't been living under a rock for the last... Decade. You no, know he died of cancer. That he died a very tragic. And he talks yeah. about that all the time. All the time. When he's trying to, I. He How can this it be top of mind when he's hard? Yeah. Yeah. Anything he can say to get. Anyway, we'll we'll take a look at that a little bit. Bracing for the inflation report today. <laughs> Heaven help us all. And uh, Americans are weighing in on this inflation. They're getting pretty tired of it. Yeah. For for sure, a middle school teacher in Alabama gets busted making sexual innuendo comments to little children at a uh, at a book reading when uh, he thinks the the camera's off. Wow! And says, "Oh, the camera's not still on, is it? Oh, oh yeah, wow. it is. All right, yeah. Middle school teacher, and oh my goodness, you would not believe." The people that showed up that have their children uh, shouting. Uh, let's see, what what did they shout? Drag's okay. Stop the hate. Something like that. I don't oh know.
1: Oh my gosh! Little little kids, like elementary right. oh, school. Oh yeah, yeah, training them young. <laughs> God help us all.
2: Yeah. Uh, an American tourist says he was kidnapped and attacked with a machete in Mexico. Oh wow. Wow. And you know, I love me some Mexico, but mm. I don't know about that. I even that. love me
1: some machetes in the right application, like when you're whacking weeds in the middle of nowhere. Right, exactly. people. But not if they're taking you hostage yeah, with yeah, one. Yeah, golly.
2: Uh, so we'll take a look at his story in Gee. a little bit. Uh, we reached out to Salty yesterday, called Salty, mm-hmm. to try to get his version of what the heck is going on with Tom Sullivan.
1: Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. We'll play that in the 7 o'clock hour, yeah, or we'll, maybe towards the top of this hour, mm-hmm. on the two.
2: In the eight o'clock hour, Doctor Bob, Doctor Bob's to be going to be us. here.
1: Yeah, he's going to be in at eight o'clock. We're going to break down some of the some of the silliness that's going on worldwide and in, in, in our state. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard going to be campaigning for a
2: Republican Senate candidate after leaving the Democratic Party. Wow! Can you imagine the the love letter she's getting now?
1: <laughs> One of them's come from Alan. We know that. Well, I no, I'm talking. I believed you all along, but you're talking about her old
2: Democratic colleagues. I don't think they're going to suffer that well because anytime you don't, she's probably been getting those anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't always toe the line. True. Uh, Treasury Department is probing Desantis's migrant flights.
1: They're just not letting that go, are they? I mean, you know, they're they're trying. They got to get. They got to destroy him now. They got to destroy him while he's the. The governor of Florida. So he's, you know, they'll just, hey, we got a two for one. They both live in Florida, Trump and DeSantis.
2: True. We'll, we'll get that a is true. Two for one. Mm hmm. Um, we have uh, stories out of Russia. Mm
1: hmm.
2: The uh, Russian losses in the eighth month could be wildly larger yeah. than anything Moscow will ever admit to. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. There's some big numbers out there.
2: Yeah. Like 90,000. Yeah. That's a lot. Irrecoverable Russian losses—that is, is
1: a lot. I mean, yeah. He won't admit to it. No, and it's and it's like, and they're they're demoralized. I mean, otherwise people wouldn't be looking up online how to break their arms so they can't get. Well, recruited. the protests are unbelievable. Yeah, there well, right he now. To, he may have to crush those too to keep everybody in order.
2: Well, you know, you can always count on Joe Rogan to be doing something doodle.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard about this.
2: Um. Joe Rogan interviews the ghost of Steve Jobs. What? Yeah, like an IA or AI rather. A fictitional podcast featuring Joe Rogan and the late Steve Jobs.
1: His artificial intelligent persona. Okay. Some days I wish my AI would show up. I could sleep in.
2: So apparently both of them Mm -hmm. are are AI powered. Oh, Oh,
1: I see. Interesting. A- AI
2: versions of Joe Rogan hmm. and Apple founder Steve Jobs.
1: I wonder if his AI version drops the F bomb as often.
2: Probably. I'm sure they have the potty mouth algorithm mm. firmly <laughs> in, place. in place with that. That would be my that's, that's probably good. not what they call it, but <laughs>
1: no. that's what they should call it. Digital distortion.
2: <laughs> um hmm. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I want yeah. to see if I can Pull some of that up so we can. Well, you know they have those it.
1: things now where you can pay somebody to channel your deceased loved nah, one. no. You can talk to mom again.
2: Leave that alone. I
1: know it's in the Bible. It says don't do that stuff. Mm-mm-mm. Not a good deal. Okay. Uh, U.S. producer price growth tops the
2: forecast, keeping pressure on the uh, on the Fed. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Gosh. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then uh, state attorney generals warned Garland against prosecuting child transition surgery critics.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going after people. It's, you know, they went after this pro life dad that had 11 kids. I, I, and they swarmed his house mm-hmm. with long guns, and his children were terrified. So was his wife. And she went out to ask, Who are you? I need a name. They wouldn't tell her anything. I mean, this is black helicopter, black ops kind of crap that this attorney general, Mayor Garland, who was going to be possibly a Supreme Court justice. Well, and now thank God he didn't land there.
2: Now you've got, of course, he put out that memo in August about uh, Department of Justice employees uh, are not to yeah. speak to Congress. Right, right. Without advance coordination. Right. So you can't be a Consultation whistle- and approval. Right.
1: No more whistleblowers not allowed in the justice department. You got to toe the line even if there's corruption. Right. I'll tell you what, man. We're we're turning into the Soviet Union. It's pitiful. Yeah, this
2: is this is interesting stuff for sure. And currently, we have 61 degrees in the uh Bedford area, uh, 61 in Lynchburg, 63 in Roanoke, 60 in Salem, 63 in Danville, 61 in Appomattox. That's almost warm
1: i know i woke up this morning saw it, it had rained mm-hmm. but it was still nice yeah still nice out, so. hey uh tough story but it has a pretty good ending here local animal shelter the lynchburg humane society has some good news that they let out yesterday about three dozen dogs that were sick with canine parvo virus uh, and they were all in one home and they were all rescued according to the shelter some of them were very very seriously uh, ill and uh uh, we, we can he- report today that they were able to save 17 of those dogs. Oh that's good uh, and, and some some you know um, had to be put down just because oh Parvos is it's nasty for dogs I've had a dog that had it before and thankfully he, I lost one. He survived yeah. but it was whew, was a long road. Um, and, and just just note that um, the, the resources that had to be put out to, to save these these dogs, these 17 that did make it. Um, the people in the local community in lynchburg uh, touche to you guys because you came together to help pull some resources lynchburg humane society also uh, would like to let you know they can always use the help of the finances uh, to do things like they just were able to accomplish with these dogs Uh, we love our shelters we love our animals and uh, they're they're definitely a worthy cause to uh, to get behind
2: After more than two decades, the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors has abolished the merchant capital tax. Each year, a merchant had to pay 3.05 cents per $100 assessed at 20% of the actual value of the inventory. Now that's no more. In an interview with the chairwoman of the board, Sherry Blevins, explained that the tax is outdated. This tax is from 1928, and it puts uh, at a disadvantage To be competitive, neighboring counties of Pulaski and Roanoke have eliminated the tax, and most progressive counties have eliminated its tax. It's unnecessary to burden our businesses, particularly our small businesses. Uh, With much hesitation and discussion, the board voted four to three in favor of eliminating it. However, before the vote, many locally owned businesses took to the mic to discuss how they felt about the tax. Many speakers called the tax unfair and not distributed fairly across all businesses
1: there you go yeah well we know gas prices are going up in salem local businesses are trying to help ease the pain at the pump on fridays throughout the month of october planet fitness said they're offering 30 dollars gas gift cards or vouchers to the first 50 customers that come through the door uh, at 10 a.m. on those days, they said uh, that no one uh, comes. You know, before <laughs> it's just it's just not working. You have to come at 10 o'clock. Those gift cards and vouchers can only be used those particular days. They've given a list of the different Exxon dealers and a BP dealer in the Roanoke area. I'll put this up on our on our Facebook page so you can maybe participate in that. Go walk uh, a little bit on the treadmill or lift you some weights. <clears throat> And then go get some uh, $30 worth of gas.
2: Was that lifting weights?
1: Yeah, I was lifting my mouse.
2: Got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Exhausting. It is. Dozens of people are homeless after legal aid said uh, James Crossing Apartments backed out on their promise to keep them at a hotel. We've been covering this story. Um, They've been living in hotels since the beginning of September when the fire marshal condemned their building for health and safety reasons. They said that James Crossing promised they would put them in a hotel until October the 17th, but that wasn't the case. Uh, They were awakened to a banging on the door of the hotel saying they had to get up and leave. Um, Nine families had nowhere to go, and they've been sleeping in their cars. One person said, We're on the street now. Our children are in the streets. It's not right. She says uh, she's homeless and helpless. And we're the ones that don't know what to do. And um, Paul Robertson, who is the managing attorney at the Lynchburg Legal Aid Office, we've interviewed him mm-hmm. before as well, says these folks are waking up not knowing where they're going to spend the night. Some of the families have children. It's very bad situation. He said the Complex's management, Atlantic Housing, is attempting to terminate their leases hmm. in Building 828. Hmm. And that's not legal. Right. It's a subsidized property, they get significant funding from public money to operate, and there are very specific rules that they have to follow as a result of getting that money. That uh, that doesn't necessarily give them the grounds to just terminate leases and say you're out, which they seem to be doing here, and now uh, they're they're working to hold them accountable. Um, What's worse is they say other Section 8 housing options are just few and far between. Right. At this point, there's just a real lack of affordable housing. That makes the, uh, the problem even worse. Yeah. It would seem that they have uh, launched a uh, lawsuit hmm. against them. Okay, uh, They're taking James Crossing Apartments to court. Uh, Jeremy White is an attorney for Blue Ridge Consumer Law, and he filed a motion against the complex. Okay. And says James Crossing has had a long history of problems. His office originally filed an order in September of 2020 Mm -hmm. for his client's apartment issues like water leakage, broken plumbing, and black mold. Wow. The court order managed to fix those problems and provide alternative housing. Mm -hmm. Nearly two years later, his client's apartment still isn't ready. Hmm. All right. Well, this is... Look, if, if our money's going... To pay for this, if mm. our taxpayer's money is going to pay for this, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I can tell you by, by looking at this, this isn't anything
1: the people who are living there are doing. Mm-hmm. You're just not maintaining the right. apartment. Right. Yep. Yeah. Paint peeling and all that kind of stuff. Well,
2: and, and broken pipes yeah. and yeah, and, pipes. and black mold and yeah. uh, motion set to be heard on the 27th of this month. Lynchburg Circuit Court. We'll see how that shapes up. Yeah.
1: So we had, uh, if you'll pull your your New York Times article up, I want to play some sound bites of, uh, of El Presidente here of,
2: with his embellished narratives yeah. and folkiness. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, well, this one's about the fire that happened in his house. Oh, so we're gonna do that. The one. Towering inferno. Yeah. The Towering inferno. Yes. How the I don't know how many fire, not just cars. From well,
2: nearly two st- people. Stations. N- nearly fire nearly stations. two people died. He said. Yeah. At this, in it. Yeah. And, it, and,
1: and from the attic
0: to the basement.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of uh, square footage. Yeah.
0: Lightning struck a little pond behind my house, came up through the ground into the air conditioning system, ended up generating thick black smoke, literally, literally that of those proportions. And from the basement to the third floor, the attic, everything was ruined. And the kitchen floor, we almost lost a couple firefighters, they tell me. They who who told you? The truth is, it was a small kitchen fire, Laura, that was out in twenty minutes. We have the the article. Well, mm-hmm. as my granddad told me, Joey, when you got a fire extinguisher handy, <laughs> don't forget to pull the pin.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's just one of them.
0: Yeah, small fire
2: contained in the kitchen, under control, twenty minutes, nobody injured. But that's not how he plays it. But now we and we know they have long covered up his lies, his missteps, all of that. But now it's going to a different place. Yeah, here's the next one.
0: All right, well, today Biden told this whopper in Colorado. Oh. I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. That mm. is so sad. I mean, no. Beau Biden did not die in Iraq. He died in 2015 of brain cancer at home. So, uh, again, the conflation and the expansion of these stories, Laura, even the New York Times finally getting wise.
2: Are they? Well, are they getting wise? They're
1: they're recognizing it, but they're they are. But they're downplaying it. They yes, they're using so, word salads to explain it.
2: This is how they. This is how they they called it out. I'm using air quotes now. Right. Mr. Biden's folkiness can veer into folklore with dates that don't quite add up and details that are exaggerated or wrong. The factual edges shaved off to make them more powerful for audiences. The <laughs> Times reported.
0: One more. He then he goes on with Jake Tapper to talk climate change, and then he just starts throwing out numbers. You know, forget about the facts. We passed 368 billion dollars worth of help, which, as the same bankers talk about, is going to bring a billion, a trillion, seven hundred billion, 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 trillion, billion dollars off we the sidelines in investment.
2: Yeah. Billion, billion, trillion. Billion, trillion. I, I mean, there's not a lot Words of are hard. Um, the <laughs> Times says, I'm quoting now, he embellished narratives, sometimes only loosely based on facts, to weave together his political identity. <laughs> right. It's a composite of a what? bunch of lies. Let me tell you something. My mama would wear my rear end out for embellished narratives right. and folkiness veering on folklore. <laughs> your embellishment was your... Yeah, tail on to Yeah, I'm going to embellish <laughs> your rear end. That's what I'm going to embellish, and we, and we would get in trouble even lying by omission.
1: Mm, yeah, if you just yeah.
2: intentionally left stuff out, mm-hmm. same thing. Right, you're you're still lying. That's not okay. That was really the the big, and and I was like that with my kids. That was the mm-hmm. big corporal punishment that right. would get your rear end lit up as you as you were older. Yeah, you know you there would be your world got really small. Yeah, if if you were lying,
0: it's a matter um, of you know. That old expression, the yeah. proof of the pudding's in the eating. It I mean, is. It's I, true. I, I respect the fact that uh-huh. people would say, you know, you're sure. old.
2: Yep. <laughs> um The Times also claimed mm-hmm. that, you know, compared to Trump, who like oh. constantly, mm-hmm. Biden's fictions are nowhere near that scale. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to change that ruler a little bit. And that Republicans... Um, has seized his falsehoods to depict him as a purposeful liar or a forgetful old man. I'll take C.
1: I'll take either one. All
2: of the above. <laughs> How about that? Right. Uh, some other claims. hmm Zero percent inflation. Right. Which was actually at that time 8.5 percent. Those beautiful new bean numbers are coming out today. Right. Um, other times, they were wildly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, He often botches key details, misremembers dates, sometimes just makes up or embellishes things about his past. He's falsely claimed he was appointed to the Naval Academy. He lied about being arrested in South Africa, misleadingly bragged he was arrested during a civil rights movement, which still isn't as bad as Kamala's. Freedom, mommy, freedom. Mm. Inaccurately claimed he was once a professional truck driver. Claimed recently he was
1: sort of raised by Puerto Ricans. And he took on corn pop. Don't forget that. Oh
2: my gosh, I forgot. Made corn the hair. Pop.
1: Made the hair and the the kids' legs that he was caring for as the lifeguard. It'd make their hair and their legs and their arms raise up. I'll bet it did. <laughs> I'll bet. And uh, but you know he he completely.
2: Gets it, it gets kind of pushed away, right? Wiped away, even by um, the, the girl that's supposed to be the token conservative on The View. I don't even know who she is, right? Alyssa Griffin mm-hmm. recently claimed Biden's constant gaffes are endearing because people make mistakes, right? No, hmm. no. So, we've got fact checkers that either ignore the lies or just try to defend them, right? Media research founder Brett Basel was among the critics of the New York Times piece blasting Biden as a pathological liar that can't be saved by the left-wing newspaper. Mm -mm. They say this Times piece was the most cleaned-up, soft landing a journalist can spin. Mm -hmm. In the real world, the headline would read, Biden frequently caught lying. Mm Mm-hmm. The Washington Post recently declared after four years of a presidency that swamped America's with a gusher of false and misleading claims. The Joe Biden era has offered a return to the more typical pattern of lying, not lying, uh, when it comes to a commander in chief and his relationship with the facts. Bull crap. PolitiFact, the uh, Institute, appears to be more concerned with making sure Biden Is held uh, the critics of Biden are held accountable than the White House itself. Mm -hmm. During his first twenty months of office, there were fifty-eight pieces published by PolitiFact to fact-check the president. Fifty-eight. That was it. Yeah. There were three hundred and thirty-eight pieces designed to fact-check Biden critics.
1: Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. You know what I say to that?
0: Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! (laughs) Get out! out, out. Exactly.
2: Oh my word.
1: Well, that shows you where their where their loyalties lie.
2: Joe Biden frequently recounts stories of phantom Amtrak conductors, imaginary yes. residential infernos, and he keeps
1: saying that that Amtrak one has been proven wrong and time and
2: again. all glory he never achieved. Biden could invent these non-events to make himself look good. In a case, in that case, he's a pathological liar. But even worse, if he really believes that the non-events actually took place, if so, the life is in total fantasy. The American people need neither in the white house we can't
1: replace him soon
2: enough well and let's not forget Hmm? um about you know saying that he graduated at the top of his class oh yeah
1: yeah there was what 85 in the class and he something
2: like that he was in the top of
1: the class yeah that's i think he he got it flipped over because he was like number he was in the bottom of the class he was the bottom of the class right yeah he flipped it upside down a little bit much like he's doing our
0: country It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
2: Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're busy cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, this past weekend, I made Brunswick stew because mm-hmm. it's that time of year. Right. That's what you do is yes. you make Brunswick stew. Now, that can be an all-day thing, yeah. yeah it but can. today I'm giving you a recipe for a quick Brunswick stew. Okay. So you can enjoy that with your family in a, a little bit quicker way. Uh, you're going to start with a 14-ounce can. And this makes a smaller version, too, instead of like the great big the, giant yeah, yeah. ones that you ever sure. make. Uh, you're going to put all of these ingredients into a Dutch oven or a large saucepan. A 14-ounce can of diced tomatoes. One eight ounce can of tomato sauce, one and a half cups of barbecue sauce, two to three cups of chicken broth. You're going to put in a, one and a half cups each of frozen corn and frozen lima beans, a fourth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, one half of a teaspoon of black pepper. And then you're going to use 12 ounces of cooked chicken. Now, this is a great way to use rotisserie chicken. Okay. If you have a rotisserie chicken left over, you're going to use about half of that. Or mm-hmm. you can use two chicken breasts. Okay. And then the the key to this is a pound of pulled pork. So right, go okay. ahead and get the pulled pork that's already done already. Yeah. And put that in there. And this is a really legit Brunswick stew. It's okay. fast. It is a cheetah recipe. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie about mm-hmm. it. Uh, if you want Virginia style Brunswick stew, you're also gonna wanna dice up some Yukon golds and put ah. those over in there. Okay. Because in Virginia we yeah. put we put potatoes in our Brunswick stew. And I'm
1: okay with that.
2: Oh yeah, my yeah. my people, my people like that. Yeah, we're carving it up with the lima beans and the corn. <laughs> Why not put some more in there? Yeah, uh, it's a quick Brunswick stew. Comes together really quickly. You can find the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are a cut above.
0: Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
2: I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save big on family-packed ground beef, $2.98 a pound. Homemade pork sausage, mild or hot, two seventy nine dollars a pound. Chuck roast is $3.98 a pound. And family pack assorted pork chops are $2.79 a pound. Sugardale bacon, regular or thick slice, is $2.98 for a 12 ounce pack. Text FL Market to 833 605 1804 and join their VIP text club for exclusive deals and flash sales. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above.
0: Life Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning
2: Jam. Well, everybody loves a good life hack. And I always have fun kind of researching to come up with some helpful tips on Thursdays. Uh, We love taco night at our house. Mm -hmm. And while I enjoy the stuff and stand tacos, you know, the ones that you can buy that have the flat bottom on them, Mm -hmm. they're considerably more expensive.
1: Yeah you got to pay for that.
2: you got to pay for that. uh, that... Somebody's got to sit there and... (laughs) Uh, uh, Right. So, uh, especially now with things as expensive as they are, you want to keep that taco upright while you're filling it up and uh, getting ready to eat it. Just lay your fork over in the bottom of it. It'll hold the taco upright while you stuff it. No. And then you take it over to your seat and then you can remove the fork and... Eat your fork taco, out, lick yep. whatever's on the whatever bottom, yumminess whatever yumminess you put on the bottom, came. right? Wow. Yep. I've been paying for those stand-up tacos. Mm-hmm. I
1: didn't need to. How about that?
2: Living and learning, folks, doing it together.
1: I got a life hack for you. I'm ready. Don't let me make dinner.
2: <laughs> uh oh. Oh no.
1: It actually tasted really <laughs> what, good yesterday, what but oh well, I messed up.
0: What? What did you do? I messed
1: up. I was supposed to use this kind of pot that you can put in the oven, and I cooked <gasps> this certain kind of rice in in a pan and had and a plastic and and when my no no i didn't put it in the oven i oh, ended okay. up i had fired up the oven like the directions told me but the latter part is the part that took the longest why they didn't have me start on that earlier cuz it was supposed to be a 15 20 minute meal which ended up taking 35 40 minutes
2: by the time the fire department home. well by the time my <laughs> wife got
1: home i was ready to throw some pots and pans and she tried to calm me down, and then she realized, I'm just going to go change. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> so I, what was this deal called? And I felt bad. Calls.
1: I don't even remember. She'll text it to me. I think she's listening. It had um, rice in it? Yeah, it had that, that. It's that. They look like little footballs, and they get really big when you... Oh, orzo. Yes.
2: Oh, orzo pasta. That's not rice.
1: Well, well... No, I thought it was rice. Well,
2: it looks like it's rice-like. Right. Yeah, it is, but it is, so, but it's different. It, it cooks had, differently. Yeah, and it had
1: um, shrimp in it. Oh yeah, and it had spinach in it and some cheese and okay. some different seasonings. You know. Sounds Anyway, good. It, it, it turned out good, but it's like. But it was a chore. You know, <laughs> what what's the one line in one of the songs? You got to go through hell to get to heaven. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was like last night. Oh man! And uh, you I know. just
2: I just made a flatbread pizza last night, which which my Mark really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Yeah, kind of a margarita mm-hmm. style. So uh, that wasn't even cooking. I didn't think. So ah. <laughs> but it turned out okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness! All right. Next hour. Yes. We're going to be uh, well. We're, we're going to play well, we our salty call.
1: Yeah, we are, and we 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 could have a guest showing up. We're going to wait and see. Okay. All um, right. Somebody and, haven't heard from in a while.
2: All right, and then uh,
1: Doctor Bob in the eight o'clock hour.
2: Parents are speaking up after a Pennsylvania school district cancels the kids' costume parade. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they they're canceling the outdoor costume parades, and we're going to tell you why. Okay, next hour.
1: Well, I'll go ahead and tell you who's going to be here. Trey Watkins. He hasn't been around Woo-hoo! in a little while. In several weeks he's going to come check in on some of these crazy stories always like trey's take on things so we'll we'll bring him into the studio in the next hour we'll play our salty call somewhere around 7 30 coming out of that news break it's enlightening at best <laughs> it is six fifty nine. bill Trefiro coming up next he's got some stories about the roanoke fire uh, mass casualty training day at loose gale And then uh, Lynchburg police looking for a robbery suspect still uh, from a Monday robbery. That'll all come up from our Roanoke desk. It's the Morning Jam Thursday. Thanks for being here.